0: Hello, everybody. I believe you are blessed. Um, today I want to share with you a very simple message, even though yet simple, but very controversial message. And the title of my message is the Existence of obligatory tight and The insistence of obligatory tight pain You know, we've had this message of we've had this message over and over and over again, and. In most of our churches we preach about tithes and I believe that today's message is, is to let people be aware about the truth of what tithes pay. Today the, the purpose of this message is to let us know is it true that Christians, or is it true that in this era we Christians are supposed to pay tithe or not and I believe that as Christians the first thing we ought to do is to, is to follow the bible to the letter. We shouldn't add some to the bible, neither should we to remove some from the bible. So if you are following the bible, then we, it means we should follow everything that pertains to the bible. We shouldn't do certain things and leave certain things on that. As I said, today's message is the assistance of obligatory paying. Now as we move along, we're going to use scriptures to you know to try to explain what tithe is really about. Now, this message is not to belittle any group of people or any church or any pastor, but this message is just to to throw more light on the word Titan. Now, before we begin, we want to look how tight began? How tight began in the first place? How it began now? That much I do. Let's open our Bibles to Deuteronomy chapter 18. Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter 18, verses, verses 1 to 5. It says, The priests who are Levites, indeed, the whole tribe of Levi are to have no allotment or inheritance with israel they shall live on the offerings made to the lord by fire for that is their inheritance verse 2 they shall have no inheritance among the brothers the lord is their inheritance as he promised them verse 3 this is the sheer due the priests From the people who sacrifice a bull or sheep, the shoulder, the jaws, and the inner part. Verse 4. You are to give them the first fruit of your grain, new wine and oil, and the first wool from the shearing of the sheep. Verse 5. For the Lord your God has chosen them and their descendants out of all the tribes to stand and minister in the Lord's name always. Let's open our Bibles to Joshua chapter 13, Joshua 13, verses 33. Now it says, But to the tribe of Levi, Moses had given no inheritance. The Lord, the God of Israel, is their inheritance, as he promised them. Uh, Again, let's go back to Deuteronomy chapter 10 verses 9. that is why the levites have no share or inheritance among their brothers the lord is their inheritance as the lord your god told them now these three books that we read was trying to tell us that out of the tribe of, of, of Israel, we had 12 tribes, and God chose the tribe Levi or the Levites. And He told them that the Levites are supposed to work in a tabernacle, the Levites are supposed to work in a tabernacle. In other words, the Levites are not supposed to work any other work apart from serving the Lord. So now, when Moses was sharing the inheritance among the tribe of Israel. Moses gave all the other tribes, but did not give the Levites. So, in other words, the inheritance of the Levite was shared among the other tribes. So they do not have to work, but rather concentrate on what the God on God's tabernacle and serve Him and Him alone. So now, because of that, it was mandatory. It was a law that after the other tribe had work, they are to bring a certain portion or a certain amount of their foodstuffs or their crops to deliver it because it is their inheritance that they have shared it to the other tribes. So they are not supposed to do other casual work but to serve the Lord and serve the Lord only. So this is how the tithes began. Now let's open our Bibles to Numbers. Numbers eighteen verses twenty-one. Numbers 21 to twenty-four. I give to the Levites all the tithes in Israel as their inheritance in return for the work they do while serving at the tent of meeting. Verse 22. From now on, the Israelites must not go near the tent of meeting, or they will bear the consequences of their sin and will die. Verse 23. There is a Levites who are to do the work at the tent of meeting and bear the responsibilities for offenses against it. This is a lasting ordinance for the generations to come, and will receive no inheritance among the Israelites. Verse 24. Instead, I give to the Levite as their inheritance the tithe that the Israelites present as an offering to the Lord. That is why I said concerning them, they have no inheritance among the Israelites. Now we look at 24 of Deuteronomy chapter 18. We could see that the tithe was the inheritance for the Levites, it was their inheritance because when Moses was sharing the inheritance in terms of the land and other things, he did not give the Levites but he gave to the other tribes, and the Levites, as God said, are supposed to work in his tabernacle. So actually, the tithes was the inheritance of the Levites Amen Now let's go to Hebrews chapter Hebrews chapter 7 Hebrews 7 verse 5 says that Hebrews 7 verses 5, it says, now the law requires that the descendants of Levi who became priests to collect a tenth from the people, that is from their fellow Israelites, even though they also are descendant descended from Abraham. Amen. Now you could see that in Hebrews chapter 7, verse 5, the Bible says well, it was required by law. That means it is law that the, the, the Levites who now became what priests should what receive a tenth of their inheritance from the other tribe. So one the tithe in those days or in the old testament were the inheritance of the Levites. That should be noted, it was the inheritance of the Levite, and it was by law that the other tribes should bring a portion that means a tenth of the hours farm produce a tenth of what their food to the Levite. That is point number one. Now, one may ask, What is a tight or what is tight? Now, down the lane, many people or many people, yeah, many people, many pastors have find their own way of explaining tithes I believe that the explanation of tithes should what come from the Bible and from the Bible alone. Now when we look at Leviticus chapter Leviticus chapter 27 verses 30 Leviticus 30, uh, 27 30 to 32 it say a tithe of everything from the land whether that grain from the soil or fruits from the trees belong to the Lord. It is holy to the Lord. 31. If a man redeems any of his tithes, he must add a fifth of the value to it to the entire tithe of the head and flock. Every tenth animal that passes under the shepherd's rod will belong to the Lord. So now we could see that the tithes were farm produce, the tithes were animals and never money. But in this uh, contemporary world or in this new era, people are of the view that tithe, it's money, or tight is a 10% of your wages or a 10% of your salary, of which it is never true, of which it is wrong. That's why I said earlier on that if we are following the Bible, we should follow it strictly. We should not add and we should not subtract. Tithe was never money but farm produce. Now, someone will argue the fact that, or someone will say that in those days, there were no money. That's why they were using what farm produce, that's why they were using what farm animals. Now, this is also wrong. Now in the olden days, there were were money in the system, but God was not interested in the money. He was interested in the farm produce. And two, the tithe was the inheritance of the Levites. Now, in Deuteronomy chapter 14, Deuteronomy 14, verses 22, it says, be sure to set aside a tenth of all that your field produce each year. Now, we could see that here, it's saying that be sure to set aside a tenth of all that your field produce each year. Eat the tithe of your grain, new wine and oil, and the firstborn of your heads, and flock in the presence of the Lord your God, at the place he will choose, as a dwelling for his name, so that you may learn to revere the Lord your God. Verse 24, but if the place is too distant, and you have been blessed by the Lord your God, and cannot carry your tithe. Because the place where the Lord will choose to put his name is too far. Verse 25. He said, then, exchange your tithe for silver and take the silver with you and go to the place where the Lord your God will choose. Verse 26. Use the silver to buy whatever you like. Cattle, sheep, wine, or fermented drink, or anything you wish. Then you and your household shall eat there in the presence of the Lord your God and rejoice. Amen. Now here we could see that we could see that the people, because the place was too far. Now we'll come to that. We'll come to their forms of titan, and their types. At least there are two different types of tithe. We'll talk about it later on. Now we could see that God, at a particular time point in time, will choose a place, and that all the people of Israel are together there and eat their tithe. Now the Bible. Now we could see that if the place was too far, what you do is that you would you would change or you would exchange your tithes, which is the farm produce from your land, you exchange it for silver. Then when you go to the place where the Lord God had chosen, then you would buy anything that you want. It could be wine, it could be animal, it could be anything. So now in this verse it is. Strictly telling us that God was not interested in their money. Silver was a form of what? Currency was a form of exchange. By then, in the olden days. So, if it was money, God would have told them that they should bring their what? Their tenth of their wage or their tenth of their salary. Two. So we cannot also argue the fact that all of them were what? Were farmers? No, it is not true. Why am I saying that? They were carpenters there. There were people who were wearing wool there. That means there were tailors, there were carpenters, there were other people doing other things there. Not all of them were farmers, or not all of them were into farming. So it could mean that if you are not a farmer, you want to send your tithe to the Lord, you go to the farm, or sorry, you go to the market and buy what you want to buy there, then you send it. tithe is strictly not money but the farm would produce so now my question is if now we know that tight was no money and that it was what farm produce so is, does it doesn't mean that the pastors who preach about tight being money is it that they don't they do not know all they know and they don't want us to know that's the question worth answering now earlier on I said there are different types of what's titan at least we have two types of what titan now and I, it amuses me that we do not talk about this type of titan but we only talk about one particular titan and the tithe that we talk about is that the people should bring their offering sorry the people should bring their tithe to the Lord and that if they don't bring it we quote Malachi 3 verse 10 that ye are from God Amen. Now let's look at Deuteronomy chapter 14, verses 22. He said, Be sure to set aside 14, verses 22. He says, Be sure to set aside the tenth of all that your farm. So all that your field produces each year. Eat the tithe of your grain, new, new wine and oil, and the firstborn of your heads and flocks in the presence of the Lord your God and the place he will choose as a dwelling for his name. So that you may learn to revere the Lord your God. Eat the tithe. Now, the Bible is telling us that we should eat our tithe. Eat your tight, your grain, your new wine. So, how many pastors will tell us that we should eat our tight if strictly tighten or if strictly you are going by tightening or if strictly they are preaching to us that tight we should tight. That means the Bible is also telling us that we should eat our tight. How many men of God tell the his Congregation or their congregation that they should eat their tithe? It's a question worth answering. Now let's go to the second one. Now, verse 28 of the same chapter. The Bible says, at the end of every three years, so at the end of every three years, bring all the types of that year produce and store it in your town. So now, at the end of every three years, so the third year, let's say, 2020, 2021, and 2022, the end of every three years, 2020, 21, 22, and 23, so the end of the third year, that here all oh, what you do is that you would what gather all the tithes of that year and you store it now when you store what do you do so that the levites who have no allotment or inheritance on their own and the aliens and the fatherless and the widows who live in your towns may come and eat and be satisfied so that the lord your god may bless you in all your work of your hands, amen. So now we could see that in this particular tithe, too, at the third of every year, the third year. Now, what you do is that you bring all your tithes and the Levite in that town would what would would, would would would, after they've stored the, the, all the tithes, the Levites in that town, the fatherless in that town, the homeless in that town, people who are who don't have people who strangers would come together and they would eat the titan. now i believe that they, in this our world there are so many people out there in our towns in our communities in our societies in our regions in even in this country there are so many people out there who don't have their widows out there they are aliens out there in other words they are strangers out there so if we are strictly going by titan if you are strictly going saying that we should tithe, then why is it that you are not following this type of tithing? Why is it that pastors are not telling us that we should gather all our tithe and come together and spend or eat our tithe? Why is it that they don't preach that? Is it that they know and they don't want to tell us or they do not know? This is also a question worth answering. Now, let's go to to Numbers Let's go to Numbers Chapter 18 Numbers 18, verse 21. Numbers 18, verses 21. It says, I give to the Levite all the tithes in Israel as their inheritance in return for the work they do while serving at the tent of meeting. So now we learned that. The tithe was required that the, the tribe should give the tribe of Israel should give to the Levites because it is their inheritance. Verses 25. The Lord said to Moses, speak to the Levite and say to them, When you receive from the Israelites, the tithe I give you as your inheritance. You must present a tithe, so you must present a tenth of the tithe as the Lord's offering. Now, here, now the Levites, which was a tribe, were set aside to, to serve at God's tabernacle. So out of the Levite, God picked the priest from the Levite. Now, the the, the priest do not accept the tithe directly from the people. But the people bring the tithe to the Levites. Then the Levites in 10 take a tenth of the tithe and they give it to the priest. A tenth of the tithe and they give it to the priest. Now, Hebrews chapter 7 verse 12. 7 verses 12 it says and I read for when the priesthood is changed the law be changed also for when the priesthood is changed the law must be changed also now what does it mean now as we said or as we've learnt we saw that the, the priests were taken from the tribe of Levi or the Levite. Now, the priesthood has changed, in the sense that Jesus, who is the chief priest, have been chosen. Now, let's go to Hebrews chapter four, verses fourteen. The Bible says, "Therefore, since we have a great priest." Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. Verse 15, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to feel sympathy for our weakness, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need so we have a high priest and this high priest is Jesus Christ now let's go to Hebrews chapter 7 verse 1 this Melchizedek was king of Salem and and priest of God most high. He met Abraham returning from the defeat of the kings and blessed him, and Abraham gave him a tenth of everything, Everything first the name Melchizedek means king of righteousness, then also king of Salem means king of peace, without father or mother, without genealogy, without beginning of days or end of life, resembling the son of God, he remains a pe- a priest forever. So here Melchizedek was, was being used to compare Jesus Christ. Now, Verses 4. Just think how great he was. Even the Patriarchs, Abraham gave him a tenth of the plunder. Now, the law requires the descendants of Levi, who became priests, to collect the tenth from the people, that is, from the fellow Israelites, even though they also are descendants from Abraham. Verse 6. This man, however, did not trace his descendants from Levi, yet he collected a tenth from Abraham and blessed him who had promises. Who had the promises? Verse 7. And without doubt, the lesser is blessed by the greater. Verse 18. You verse 8. In one case, the tent is collected by people who die, but in another case, by him who declared to be living. One might say that Levi, who collects tent, paid a tent through Abraham because when Melchizedek met Abraham, Levi. Was still in the body of his Was still in the body of his ancestor Verse 11 If perfection could have been attained Through the Levitical priesthood And indeed the law Given to the people established that That priesthood Why was there still need For another priest to come In the order of Melchizedek Not in the order of Aaron Now here It means that If the Levitical priesthood were perfect, that means that there will be no reason or there will be no need for Jesus Christ to come. Now we know that Jesus Christ is the mm. high priest. So if the Levitical priesthood was perfect, then therefore there is no need for we really having another priest in the order of Melchizedek. In other sense, in the order that he, Jesus Christ do not trace his descendant from Levi, but from Judah. Now, it means that if another high priest has come who is not in the tribe or who does not come from the tribe of Levi, therefore, the law has changed. And if the priesthood has changed, therefore, we must change the law. Or the law has changed because the priesthood has also changed. Now, what it means is that all of us are priests. All of us. The Bible says when Jesus Christ died, the, the curtains that separate that separated the holiest of holies from the other chambers were torn meaning that anybody at all could enter into the presence of God and pour out your need or your request to him so therefore if the Levitical priesthood is was changed the law must also be changed. So now we do not have Levite as priests we don't have anybody as priests now all of us are priests so now my question is that it is by law in those days it was by law that the Levite should take the tithes and not any other person so I asked myself those taking the tithes are you from the tribe of Levi are you a Levite that we should give our tithes to you are you a Levite that we should give a tithe to you because it was by law that all levites should take the tithe, and not any other tribe so now you are not a levite so therefore why do you take the tithe? two the bible says that if the levitical if the levitical priesthood has changed therefore the law must change now telling us that all of us are priests now god has made us priest. We are all witnesses of Jesus Christ. The Bible says, as Jesus Christ was ascending into heaven, saying, Go into the world. Preach the gospel. Preach the gospel and be witnesses to me. Amen. So, the Bible also says that when the Holy Ghost come upon you, you shall receive power. Amen. And we shall also be what witnesses. Now let's read. Acts chapter 2 Sorry, let's open to Acts chapter 1, verse 8 But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you be my witness in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth so all of us believers have a portion of the holy ghost and therefore we are witnesses so i want to make this clear that when a pastor should be privileged that you are preaching to your church the pastor should see himself or herself privileged That he's preaching to the church Because the Bible says that we are witnesses of Christ If we receive the Holy Ghost, therefore we are witnesses So the most important thing is that we witness Christ That Christ came to save us Christ came to die for our sins That is the most important thing Any other thing that does not portray Christ is meaningless it doesn't matter the prophecies that you, you say, it doesn't matter the revelations that you have, it doesn't matter the rhema that you have. If all these prophecies and rhema does not tell or does not portray that Christ Jesus is the savior of mankind and that he came to die on the cross so that you and I will, will be saved. That means what you are saying doesn't hold water, it is useless, it is meaningless. So if, you're a pastor, if you are pastor, you can count yourself privilege because all of us are witnesses of Christ Jesus. But we've given you that privilege that you lead us. Doesn't make you higher than us. I just want to make this point clear. That we are privileged to be preaching to the church or to be preaching to you. Any pastor is privileged. Now back to what I was saying. We have no there are no Levites in this era. All of us are priests, so who should pay the tithe? Yes, the Bible says the Levitical priesthood are changed. Meaning all of us can take the tithe. But all of us are priests, so who should pay tithe? Amen. Now one will argue that in John chapter. Sorry in Matthew chapter 23 verse 23. I want to read before I explain. Matthew 23, 23. It says, What do you teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites, you give a tenth of your spices, mint, dill and cumin, but you have neglected the more important matters of the law: justice, mercy, faithful, faithfulness. You should have practiced the latter without neglecting the former. Now, here people are saying that here Jesus Christ didn't what approve or neither did he or condemn. Now let's read Matthew 23 verse 1. Then Jesus said to the crowds and his disciples. So Jesus was talking about the Pharisees to the disciples and the crowd that they should not or they should desist from their hypocrisy. They should do the pharisees were preaching things that they were not following so here Jesus was telling them the way of life of the pharisee two the pharisees were were following the moses law now the church began after the death of Jesus Christ and the holy ghost came that is where the new testament began that's when the church began so in that era while Jesus Christ was speaking to them he was still in the olden the old testament was still in progress so the people were still paying tight so he was telling them that yes these people pay tight they do this and that but they are neglecting the most important thing which is what justice mercy and faithfulness meaning that these things are more even important than tight pain you can't be paying tight and not have justice you can't be paying tight and not be merciful you can't be paying tight and not have faithfulness so you should have done what the letter without neglecting the former this is what you are doing why don't you do this before doing that so that was what Jesus Christ was saying doesn't mean that Jesus Christ had approved or did not approve. he was just telling the way of life of the Pharisees now too also people said that Abraham gave a tithe to Melchizedek please it was never true or it is not true now the main reason why it is not a tithe is because the Bible says in John chapter one verse seventeen. I want us to read so that you would know what I mean. John 1 17. For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. The Bible says, For the law came through Moses. Now, at the time of Abraham, there was no law, the law of Titan had never been existent. The Bible says, For the law came through Moses. So, Abraham giving a tenth of what Melchizedek giving a tenth to Melchizedek does not mean it was tight because the law had not been existent by then. Two, the bible says that the tithe will come from your produce so now meaning that abraham went for war and when he came he defeated the king and he took the spoils so now he gave a tank to melchizedek and the rest to the other soldiers that went with him abraham took nothing and in normal circumstances when giving a tithe you give 10 percent of your tithe then you take the rest but here is the case whereby abraham was gave a time to Melchizedek and the rest to what? To the other people. Abraham took nothing. So this does not make it tight. Abraham did not give time to Melchizedek. Now I believe that this message would, would let us know that we Christians in this era are not supposed to give tight. Now, Malachi, Malachi chapter 3, I believe so, verse 10 that pastors have been using to scare people. Let me see where it is the Amalekite 3, verse 10. Bring your whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgate of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will be no room enough to store it now let's go to verses 8 yes malachi 3 verse 8 it says will a mere mortal robber <laughs> yet you rob me but you ask how are we robbing you in tithe and in offense my friend Don't preach this to your church and tell them that they are robbing God. Because they don't give tithes. So they are robbing God. Please and please again. The reason why this Malachi is saying this is that, as we said earlier on, the tithes were the inheritance of the Levites. It was due with them. It was by law that other, other tribes should give give to the to the Levites. So, if you do not bring these tithes, if you do not send your tithes to the Levites, that means you are robbing God. It does not refer to us in any way. Because you are not a Levite. And it's by law that Levite is the inheritance. Which tribe are you coming from that we should give our tithes to you? So please and please again, let us stick to the word. Fine, if we are to pay tithe, why are we not doing the other two types of tithe? As I earlier said, why don't we give the tithe to the widows, the strangers, the aliens? Also, why don't we gather at a place and eat our tithe? But why is it that always we are preaching that we've robbed God and that if we don't give our tithe often we've God? Please and please again, this is never true. In this new era, or in this era that we are, it is not necessary that we give tithe. This doctrine has been in the system for so long, and this doctrine is used to manipulate people, and to collect money. Please and please again. Let us stick to the word. The Bible says, ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. I believe you are blessed. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that as we've heard the word, let us not be the hearers of the word only, but the doers of your word. Illuminate our eyes and understanding that we may know your word. Let us stick to your word. Let us read your word day in and day out. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen.